welcome to the Moonwise Lunar Forecast for December 18th through January 16th, 2017. I'm Dorte Sophie Royal, and today we'll hear from Susan Lipschitz of Everyday Medicine Woman as she takes a look at the upcoming month and gives us her take on the astrological, lunar, and collective energies that she's feeling. Hi, Susan. Thank you so much for being on the show. And today we're going to be talking about our last forecast for 2017 as we wind down the year and look to 2018. So what can we expect this month? Hi, Dorote. Hi, beautiful, wise women. I'm so happy to be on this conversation together about this really potent time. This month, this end of 2017 is really going to be, um, I, I was thinking about what might this lunation feel like and what do we look to that it's inviting us to claim. And I think that it feels, to me, it's going to feel and maybe does feel like for many of us, uh, a voyage, a voyage from the end of one year to the beginning of another. But not to bleed over just to turn the calendar page. Uh, Every year has its own uniqueness, but I really do feel, and we can feel this from the politic, the culture, all the different things that are going on with everybody, that this is a year um, that, like none other in some ways, because it did create so much change that we're still, you know, wheeling around in and wanting to find our center in and be able to start to say, hey, you know what, I don't want to be drifting in this river that can just take over me. I want to be able to start to navigate in it. So to me in the voyage, what this moon, this lunation, again, starting in this new moon in Sagittarius, um, on just, I mean, depending on where we are, it's either 1130 Pacific's time on um, the 17th into the 18th, or right after or to 130 if you're in Eastern. So the idea being that as we move into that time, I think what this moon is really inviting us is to start to say, I'll help guide you through this time of the voyage from 2017 to 2018. Um, And my hope is, is you start to embody. So we're being guided, but I think we're also being invited in to take that guidance deep inside of us. And this is the last new moon for 2017. Um, When we talk about the signs of the moon and we talk about the elements of the moon, um, they're important because this is um, a new moon in Sagittarius. It's at the end of Sagittarius and it's Sagittarius is a fire sign. Sagittarius... um, um, in its fire sign, remember, it's the archer. So it's it arches. It likes to have a big arch. It's ruled by, by Jupiter, and Jupiter likes to make things bigger. It's very optimistic. It's sort of like, um, how can we grow the mu- as much as we can? That's one of the things that Jupiter really likes to invite us. So it can be lucky, but it grows big. So it amplifies wherever it is. So with Sagittarius having a new moon, Sagittarius is normally pretty optimistic. We think of this time of year because we always have the new moon in Sagittarius around, you know, somewhere around December. And that's, you know, a little bit more optimistic end of the year. Woohoo. You know, we got to take a little time off and it's a little festive. Um, but this one's been a little bit more serious. Um, because Saturn's been traveling in Sagittarius for almost three years. And Sagittarius um, likes to be buoyant, like I say, optimistic, uplifting. It's fire. It's kind of, uh, even though it can be a little blunt, it likes to have a, you know an experience of learning new things, going to new places, engaging in those kinds of ways. But in this sense, with Saturn in there, Saturn's more like lead. Saturn um, has this um, uh, intention of saying, yeah, I want you to, to grow as much as you can, but I want you to actually learn something that will be valuable to you throughout your life. So it's, it, it pushes us a little bit more into the sense of the hard, 
not that it's trying to have hard lessons. It doesn't have, you know, a planet doesn't have that kind of a, a stern intention for us. It's more energetically in that way. So the reason I'm bringing that up is because the new moon hits us on the 18th of the month. And then the next day, um, that's when Saturn changes signs. It leaves Sagittarius and it moves into Capricorn. So we really can find, can maybe feel an energy shift uh, in that sense for a couple of days because um, it, it lifts off and it starts to then inform what will be a three-year cycle for us in Capricorn, which we don't necessarily have to look at right in this moment. But that's why, you know, we always talk about setting um, uh, intentions for the for the new moon, uh, the writing kind of what are the seeds that we're planting for this moon cycle, because it's going to grow into fruition. We really want to be thoughtful about that more to say, what did I learn these past three years? Because it's been moving through, particularly from October 2015 to now. And Mercury's been retrograde in, Sag in Sagittarius. So a lot of people are saying, yeah, my computer went on the fritz or I'm having these problems, which Mercury can do. But we, we sometimes give it a bad rap. And really, it's an oracle. So it's facilitating. It's helping us actually to explore this. So if you can just sit down for a couple minutes and say, yeah, what did I... What were the lessons of this last two and a half years for me? What did I actually go through? That's pretty poignant, especially before we close out the new year, because then we've achieved Saturn's pop quiz at the end of the year, the final exam, where it's kind of saying, okay, what did you learn? Because now we're going to go build it because Capricorn wants us, it's going to be in its own sign. So it wants us to take what we've learned and build with it. Take how we've, because again, Sagittarius is very philosophical. So it actually wants us to have some belief systems that are more current with what we've come through with. So in that sense, we've got that 18, we've got that last lunation, the new moon, we've got it in Sagittarius, that beautiful fire, it's an adventure, it enhances things, it's optimistic. So I want you to almost feel like you're lighting a torch, you know, our Sagittarius torch that we're, where it's going to light our way through the new moon. And all of the... Um, you know, the different traditions really talk about honoring the light and the dark during this window of time. So as we move through this eight, this new moon and then Saturn goes into Capricorn, um, right after that, two days later, we've got on 1221, we've got the winter solstice. And that's that um, darkest night that we move into. And it's so as we really go into that dark, we honor the light. And, um, and then the next day, Mercury goes direct. And so we start to feel this sense of understanding of everything that we've kind of been through or what we're feeling. And as that tiny little crescent moon starts to come up on the 22nd, because again, new moon, and then we start our, our movement forward, um, I think we're really going to start to get that opportunity to feel like we're lifting up from the intensity of what we've been through to start to get the difference between the challenge and the understanding, which is as, as all of us who are on a quest to to be more in our wisdom and to grow, that's a beautiful moment. And when I was reflecting on this, I was one of the, I was feeling kind of a Celtic energy through this because of also Mother Christmas and some of the, um, some of the traditions around Northern Isle notion of reframing the lost history of Christmas and how it's actually Mother Christmas on Christmas Eve and thinking about why do we see so many of the, when we talk about the reindeers, there is a lot of history about how reindeer are actually the female deer. 
are the strongest with the highest antlers, and that actually it was the, th the female deers and reindeers that were talked about that would travel over the darkest night to deliver, to have the sun in the reindeer, uh, you know, in, in their antlers, lighting the way. So I just loved that reframe in terms of it was the feminine that was actually moving through the dark of the night. But I was feeling when I was thinking about this lunation and Sagittarius and the and the light and the fire archer, I was also feeling, um, you know, the goddess Bridget, who is the goddess of inspiration coming for us and saying, um, I want to light your fires. I want to light your fire in your, the three fires of, of inspiration in your um, abdominal, like your core to have the fire to be able to sustain yourself and move forward on your path, the fire in your heart to have the passion, you know, for what you believe in and what you love. And then the fire of the wisdom, the fire of the crown to sort of feel that you're, you're, you know, inspired in your, in your wisdom and in those really beautiful ways. And that, um, um, and that she would be moving forward as well, taking us through this initial lunation uh, to re-inspire us, to re-inspire us as women. Remember, I talked about that we've got our truth-telling. You know, Sagittarius is a truth-teller. It can be a little blunt sometimes, but it wants us to really not to be inauthentic. And that's a big theme that we've had for other reasons that have been going out astrologically and cosmically is it's time to tell the truth and time to feel our truth and time to live from our truth, no matter what, individually, but as collectively as well. So here she is going, you know, here I want to re-inspire you. So you feel the buoyancy of that. You feel the optimism, you feel the purpose and you feel the grace. So as this moves through this early lunation, like I said, and then Mercury is the communicator and it goes direct, it also says, yes, and I feel like I can take this new um, information that I've gathered from the wisdom and the challenges of the last several years, and I can make good on what Saturn was sort of being, you know, sometimes we go, gosh, I really had that hard coach, but they really taught me so much. And so it's like teaching a lot about how to speak my truth and live in it and not be afraid and, and to move forward together as a collective as well as individually. So again, as we move out of that and we move through the first lunation and then we move into, um, you know, that season, whether we believe in, you know, whatever our traditions are, we see in every single tradition is lighting the candles, the miracles, the hope. And um, as I say, I liked that little bonus, though, for me, uh, reinvigorating the understanding of, of, the, of the history that got lost through not only um, through the Celtic, but also through Siberia. There are many, 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 when you start to look at that, beautiful renderings of, of the shamans that are wearing the, again, what might look like antlers, but, it, but there's this different sense of what happens through the winter and how it, it informs the light and brings forward through um, the feminine, not just the masculine, which is really, you know, kind of beautiful. And then as we move through into the full moon, the full moon is in Cancer. And so we have this beautiful full moon meeting us uh, on, uh, again, from uh, New Year's Day, from New Year's Eve to New Year's Day, which is in Cancer. And Cancer is the ultimate because Cancer is ruled by the moon. So here we have like this full moon in the sign of the moon, in the sign of the feminine, which is Cancer, which is nourishment, nurturing mother. So we have a cosmic mother meeting us in that full moon. Uh, so it's, it's just this beautiful kind of twinning into, yes, you know, you have an inspired new moon at the last lunation. We're on this voyage. Then we, it's almost like if you, your first stop on the voyage, you've got the, the, you know, the, the, um, 
uh, lighting the way. You've got this beautiful kind of fire energy that is just uh, keeping us going to see into the dark. And then who's meeting us at the lunation that's kind of, you know, on the other side of that new moon that takes us right into day one of 2018. And it's almost like our first stop or our, you know, is, is this beautiful place where we're filled up, where we're nurtured and we're nourished and we're cared for and we get all the supplies that we need and we're loved up in this beautiful full moon meeting the mother goddess in a sense or the the cosmic consciousness in that way and she says okay you know what i love that i filled you up but i don't want you to just feed off of what i gave you and then go hungry again i want to give you the moon inside of you i want to give you that compass that says you have the divine feminine in you you have the way to chart yourself with these moons these moon um, phases that we go through as as a woman you're so deeply connected to this um, that start to actually own this as you move into 2018 be a collaborator look up in the sky and whenever you see where you know the quarter moon the half moon the new moons like really start to sort of say I can chart my course uh, in understanding myself and my rhythms as I start to actually engage as a collaborator in my own self and in this journey that we move into 2018. Because 2018 is really going to start to say to us, um, all right, you've you've um, gotten a sense of what's been needs to be righted. Now, how do you make that plan? Because in the earth signs in there, it's going to want us to build it out. So I just, you know, again, think about... Um, this moment of when we're moving through these times uh, and in this particular year that we're, again, we think of it as a review of what we've been through. And, um, you know, how did, how did this whole Saturn and Sagittarius over these last few years activate the truth teller in you? Um, so that you get this sense of really, as I said, to move forward in that way. And what have the challenges caused you, how have they caused you to grow? to grow uh, out of what's been maybe your comfort zone, but into a place that has a sense of maturation and has a sense of depth and has a sense of purpose. And how does it always return us to love? Because that's what obviously gives us the greatest um, inspiration, right? Is how we love ourselves, love others, love the world, love our, our planet, you know, all in those ways. And that we want to celebrate the journey as well. So we don't just kind of feel like this is a school of hard knocks. I mean, this is a beautiful um, opportunity of learning and growing and evolving and doing it in a way that is um, is beautiful and is a way to receive and to give and to remember who we really are. And so when we think about the voyage, we think about it as a voyage of growth and a voyage of love and a voyage of, of um, opportunity. So that's um, kind of how I'm feeling about this beautiful lunation. Like I say, that it is it is, um, a, I think it's a, a fantastically beautiful gift when we talk about this year of gifting that we are we are um, closing out the year with this inspiration and with this light and with this way that the that the um, you know cosmic consciousness is saying we love you and we believe in you and we're going to give you a path and and then we want you to chart your path with the gifts uh, that will be um, navigated by what you understand by the blessings of the challenges. Wow. I'm excited for this full moon in cancer that you're talking about. It sounds really nurturing. And I'm wondering, as as you talk about this voyage, are there any practices or um, like rituals that come to mind that might help support 
us uh, during this, especially with, you know, for a lot of people, this is a busy time of holidays and shopping and it gets a little hectic. What can we do to to just calm down a little bit? I, I think that it's... Um... I think it's a practice. I, I want to say a practice of gratitude right now. Uh, I think that if we see it as a season of gifting, and we get, you know, our nervous systems, our uh, most of us have been pretty compromised uh, for a lot of reasons. And I think especially, you know, what Mercury does rule the nervous system as well as the mind, so it can get a little. Um, overactivated when it's going retrograde for some and not for others. It's inspiring again, but with all this fire, there's there's five planets in fire right now. So that is a little bit of a frenetic time on top of, you know, us trying to get it together to have these blissful holiday moments where we take ourselves out. And I think every day actually doing a little gratitude in the morning, like what I'm so grateful for and what we feel at the end of the day and to have a little bit more fun. I, I kind of want to tell everybody to lighten up. Like, again, I know that sounds so trite, but use the season of light to laugh. I tell you, if I didn't have my sense of humor, I don't know what would happen to me. And you and I laugh a lot. Um, but I think it's like a little bit laughing with ourselves and seeing the humor every day and just seeing in the imperfection of this craziness um, to have gratitude and to um, be playful a little bit with ourselves and also to um, to appreciate that everything will get done. I think that some of those um, philosophies, Sagittarius also invites us to have philosophies. So maybe right now, as well as we're thinking so thoughtfully about what we've learned and all those things, some general philosophies that always work with us, which is there's always enough time for everything. Everything will get done. And, you know, think about timekeeping and that notion when we think about philosophical, spiritual kinds of principles about time, that that um, everything always works out as it's meant to. Oh, thank you, Susan. That sounds very reassuring because um, I know my to-do list is pretty long. So I want to keep that philosophy in mind. And um, before we go today, I just want to remind our listeners that you have a really beautiful retreat coming up. Um, and yeah, tell us a little bit about that. So this is a beautiful retreat in uh, at Maya Tulum in Tulum uh, in the Yucatan, and uh, it's restoring and it's um, awakening. And there's many many different ways that women will uh, be able to have this week like an incubator to I think actualize just what we talked about from this particular lunation. Um, and so please visit us at EverydayMedicineWoman.com for more information um, before the deadline ends around the first of the year. And uh, uh, we'd love to have you join us. Awesome. Thank you so much, Susan. And we'll see you in 2018. Absolutely. Take care. Have a beautiful holiday, everyone. You can find more information about Susan's work at everydaymedicinewoman.com. And speaking of using the moon as a guide and cosmic compass, be sure to tune in on the next full moon on January 1st, when I'll be sharing my conversation with April McMurtry, creator of The Moon Is My Calendar. We talk about the tools she's created to track the moon cycles and how to find balance in the busyness of the winter season. It'll be a great listen to start off your new year. I hope you'll join us. Subscribe to Moonwise on iTunes or visit moontent.co. See you next time.